Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, and we're coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. So what'd you do to the carpet, man? Nothing. In the aftermath no, of LeBron's, no, don't run away. What what did you do to there the carpet? There may have been a little coffee Zoom spill. Zoom in on this carpet. What happened to the carpet? I heard this was an expensive carpet. It was. It was not anymore. Tents. First of all, they got bamboozled purchasing this ugly ass thing. But <laughs> this thing is going right in Fred Sanford's <laughs> junkyard now. <laughs> is, that, is that coffee? What is or, that? Or, yeah, it's coffee. Oh, oh yeah. Because I didn't know if it was a dip I, or what. I, I know like, it wasn't Denzel. What? Denzel's not in here today. Don't put coffee that on my spilled. dog. Yeah. Jay spilled the coffee. I can't believe it. No, you spilled the coffee. In the aftermath that of LeBron James's horrible, <laughs> public comments, <laughs> it looks so bad. Yeah. Well. It's like they, a dog gotta, just came just, in and just They just right got to clean it up. That's all. Max Pay, they'll send you the bill and yeah. get it carpet cleaner up here and get it clean. The yeah. bill is oh, for yeah. a new you rug. You should send me the bill because that's going to get paid. Uh, <laughs> in the, in, the, in yeah. the aftermath of LeBron James' public comments on a possible return to Cleveland and media reports describing his agency's displeasure with the organization, guys. Maybe you've heard of this agency, Clutch Sports. CEO Rich Paul met with Lakers owner Jeannie Buss and general manager Rob Palenka last week, insisting that there's no movement underway to seek management changes and that he believes there's a shared accountability for the franchise's disappointing season. This is according to sources what they told ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Guys want to hear LeBron James following Friday's loss to the Clippers on his future, or should we concentrate on Jay's coffee spill? Which one? Let's go to the sound. Here's LeBron James. He, he plays forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. You maybe call him a point guard. At the Friday post-game press conference. This is a franchise I see myself being with. Beyond your contract. I'm here. I'm here. Um, you guys, I, I continue to tell you guys, I mean, Dave knows me more than any one of you guys. And I tell you, I, I, I literally live in the moment. I do. I live in the moment. And I see myself being with the purple and gold as long as I can play. Well, Jay? All right, so a couple of things. Let's go back to after the game on Friday when he was asked about his confidence level that he can remain with the Lakers for the rest of his career. Key, you ready? Very confident, James said. This is according to The Athletic. They've done it. They've shown me that. Ever since I got here, the front office of Jeannie, Linda, and Kurt Rambis – Everybody has welcomed me with open arms and has given me an opportunity to play for a historical franchise and welcomed my family in. Um, there was an omission there. Do you know who that person was that he didn't? Rob Palenka. That's really interesting to me. Um, I, I just look the conversation about Rich, Jeannie, and everybody sitting down together. I, I understand that it, it's uh, but coming off these last two games it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. Because I just don't feel like this team plays for anything, Key. And I and, and that's the part that's troubling about it. You know, I, I can you even, go into that when you say doesn't play for anything? So every, every, every time you see a LeBron James team play, there's a sense of urgency that they're playing with in order to win a championship. And this team, after the way everybody knew what was going on going into All-Star break, the way they play against the Clippers, a narrow loss, right? They play decently. But then to follow that up with, a, with the slacking that they got by the Pelicans, a team that's two and a half games behind them, by the, by the Pelicans. 
Like things like At these, are, it's going to continue to compound over time due to the lack of communication that they have. I think this is more about the future of LeBron James than it is about where they're at right now, right? They're the ninth seed, whatever the case may be. They lost last night. It was a disgusting loss, no question about it. But when you look at where LeBron James and his future lies, I think it still lies in L.A. um, for a number of reasons. Yeah, he mentioned leaving the possibility open for Cleveland. That might be when he's 50. I don't know. I don't want to read too deep into it. It's not out of the realm that Rich Paul would have communications with Jeannie Buss and Rob Palinka, especially at a time when there seems to be a little bit of turmoil, controversy surrounding around all-star comments made by his client. But he also represents Anthony Davis that's on the team. Trade rumors on the offseason has surfaced a little bit. He also represents a number of high-profile players that eventually could become Lakers. So you want to always kind of manage and maintain that relationship and keep an open mind if you are the LeBron James camp and Rich Paul. I think that's very, very important to do. They take accountability for, I guess you would call their actions of building this roster and putting it together, even though they are tried to acquire one of Clutch's uh, teammates in in Rich Paul in, in um, John Wall didn't happen, but LeBron James went on to say, you know, because people were saying, well, he talked about less need. I don't give a blankety blank about mm-hmm. number one picks. Well, clearly the Lakers didn't care about number one picks when they went out and got Anthony Davis. I think people read a lot into that. They gave up a lot to go get AD. They won a championship, so it shows right then and there the Lakers could care less about the number one, even one, add, one pick. Even at what happened on the weekend, though, after his comments in All-Star Weekend where he essentially glorified Sam Presti, right, the GM for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Then another report came out by The Athletic over the weekend that another GM confirmed that LeBron actually wanted Sam Presti to be the GM of the Lakers, but ultimately he didn't think it was going to happen. Here's, here's An what's anonymous interesting GM, to me. Here's unquote. what's interesting to me. So there's a couple. There's some dynamics. There's a dynamic in play here that I think is under discussed. We all know. Okay, so the Bus family, Doctor Jerry Bus, the late great, by far the greatest owner in the history of American jean wearing. By the way, Doctor By the way, it's by so much. It's embarrassing. He's so much better than anyone who ever owned a team. It's crazy. Okay, that's one. He's gone now. Genie, at first it looked like maybe it would be Jim, right? He was basketball operations. Genie finally finally took over. As soon as Genie did, things turned around. Give it a season or two, and boom, they won it. They won a championship. But listen to who he thanks. Why is Linda? Why are Linda and Kurt Rambis in the thanks? Right? It's because Linda and Genie are best friends. Yeah. And so Kurt and Linda have influence there. That's something. It's not just. Remember, I said last week, like there was magic, Kobe. And LeBron, and for me, it always seemed like a bit of a power struggle. Who's going to take over eventually, maybe buy a piece of the team or be the principal owner eventually if the Bus family ever sells? Will Magic do it? He fronted the group to buy the Lakers. Oh, no, wait. LeBron, and then Kobe got his guy in there, Rob Palenka. But Kobe is tragically now gone. Rob's power, you would assume, is also gone in that way, the backing of Kobe Bryant. So now you think LeBron and Clutch, but add into that mix... The Rambuses and their relationship with Genie, it's not like any one party is just going to get their way. You know, it feels like there's this kind of political logjam on the Lakers where no one just gets to kind of bull their way through. That's what it seems I, like to me. I think if LeBron James can still be LeBron James, and as long as he can still be LeBron James, as he said, he's going to still be a Laker. 
He's still going to have heavy influence over the Lakers roster, which he should have because Clutch and Rich Paul has a roster. And I, and, and I don't know all the names off the top of my head, but they're going to be around. They ain't going nowhere. D- Darius yeah. Garland. Right. You, you like to have him? Would you? Would he you, sounds nice. Would you like that? So you got to kind of understand the dynamics in which Kurt, Linda, and Jeannie are dealing with. It's not as simple as Rob Palinka, Kobe Bryant, we're going to side with that and forget right. about Clutch and LeBron James. He has the power right now yeah. to do what they need to do. Some now of the offseason. No. Some the of off it, season, but he, not all of it, because he wanted to make the trade with, with John, for John Wall. It didn't happen. But, yeah, because but, but, here's the thing. You have to remind people, though. It was a year and a half ago because I feel like the last two years has been like truncated, right? Because of the pandemic, they just won an NBA championship. Yeah, yeah. With they, with with the combination of LeBron and, and Rich AD. Paul, yeah. like so. Yeah, you're going to have maybe a down year or two, but still, like, don't lose the overall sight of what he just provided the franchise. No one one championship was cool, but they didn't sign up for one. I understand, but last they year signed AD up got for hurt. multiple. Yeah, I mean, tragedy of tragedies. It could lucky be they got that one. That's that LeBron like. James may only go down in Lakers history with the likes of Wilt Chamberlain and not like Magic Kareem and Kobe. Like the Lakers history is so ridiculous. You win a championship. You know how many franchises won a single championship? You win a championship two years ago and they're already like, uh, I don't know. You better get it together and get us another one. They're not playing games. Not the Lakers. Clutch is going to be around for a while even without LeBron James. They're here to stay. They are here to stay, and they got a lot of clients in the pipeline, I'm telling you. So you play nice. Just figure it out. Figure it out. Tune in to the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Roger's retirement. Is that a possibility? Is it real? That's next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. We obviously have a big question at the quarterback position, and to me, if you could go get somebody like Aaron Rodgers, who's the league MVP, to not overpay greatness. The play somewhere else thing, I feel like maybe the smallest percentage. Uh, again, that could be wrong, but I, I feel like right now it's a decision on play here or retire. This dude ain't retiring. Mm-hmm.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio Series XM Channel 80. We're on ESPN, too. You can download the podcast. You can say, play ESPN. We pop up on your smart speakers. You could hear us on the app. Really one app, one tap. Me. You know how that goes. So will two-time NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers, excuse me, two-time, back-to-back NFL MVP Aaron Rodgers. Time, right? Yeah, four times overall. Actually consider retirement. Dan Orlovsky, good morning. What's up? What's going on? What's Man, up? Sound excited. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that, Dan? We get those. Uh, the tired Dan. What never heard tired Dan? What's going on? I was really just paying attention to Jay mouth the words of this song. Yeah. Um, and seeing mm. if he would actually bring them to audio life. No, not not while Max was doing the read. You know what Trina, I mean? Katrina. Yeah. You know, and all those names, Dio. <laughs> what up, Key? There you go. There's Dan. How you doing, Daniel? Um, I'm good. Why are you up back on the East Coast? Say, man, don't tell everybody where I'm at. I might be out west right now. You don't know. We got all type of technology and different things we could do to make it seem like it's a holographic holographic piece. If Aaron Rodgers is a beautiful mystery, Key is a beautiful dark mystery. There you go. Here's, hey, hey, Dan. Pause, Jay. (laughs) What? Yeah, I mean, like, come on, though, Dan. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, Dan. Stop, Dan. Hey, stop. <laughs> Dan, here's Rob Domofsky on ESPN Radio's uh, uh, Sunday morning. This is this is so. This is yesterday. Listen to Rob and tell me what you think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, in fact, I and again, I could be totally wrong here, but my interpretation of it is more that the there's sure there's three choices, right? Retire, play here, play somewhere else. The play somewhere else thing, I feel like maybe the smallest percentage. Uh, again, I could be wrong. But I feel like right now it's a decision on play here or retire. Dan, do you think he'd actually walk away from $150 million plus? Like he'd almost double his career earnings in the next four years. And he's just won back-to-back MVPs. You're not allowed to breathe on the quarterback anymore. They look like yeah. they're poised for a Super Bowl. Is he really going to walk away? Is there any chance of that happening? I don't think it's a high chance, no. There's always the chance that any player in the NFL walks away at any certain time, but I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to retire. This dude's thrown for 85 touchdowns and nine interceptions the last two years. <laughs> I had to just look that up and re- rewrite it again because it makes no sense to my mind. 85 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Nine to one plus. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers is going to leave Green Bay. Now, when this news broke last draft of him being unhappy, I was like, man, he's gone. And it just seems like the situation has gotten better and better and better with his relationship with the team and his relationship with the front office. Uh, here's, here's my, I have two takes on it. Number one, where would he really go? Like, What team makes a lot of sense that he's going to perform individually as high as or as well as he's going to in Green Bay and then have uh, the opportunity for team success for the ultimate goal of championship? We throw out all these teams all over left. Really, Denver? Really? I mean, Denver on paper looks really pretty and shiny. I have said this for weeks now. You don't go to the AFC. You certainly don't go to the AFC West. So I'm just, if you're Aaron Rodgers and going, we've had these great teams in the regular season. We haven't gotten it done in the playoffs. Your playoff road is harder in the AFC than it is even remotely close to as easy it would be in the NFC. So I think he stays in Green Bay. I think there's three things that they have to do. They have to, have to, have to, have to get a difference maker opposite Devontae Adams. It shows in the playoffs. It just does. Maybe not in the regular season, but it shows. 
Number two, they got to get a difference maker in their front seven on defense. They're going to have to trade for somebody, give up future picks in the, in the, in the, the coming drafts for somebody. And then candidly, when, when Aaron gets to the playoffs, he's got to play. He's got to do what Matthew Stafford did this past year. He's got to play three or four of his best games and to make sure that they at least get back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Dan, you, you talked about trading. Look, if he's not going to Denver, which I don't think is a great team, even though you might think it's on paper, but if you break it all the way down, they really nowhere near as good as the Green Bay Packers with him on there. Then when you talk about the NFC, like they're not trading. Why would I trade Aaron Rodgers right. in the NFC? Makes absolutely right. no sense. And Sorry if I were him. to trade him to the NFC, you're going to have to give up your next 100 draft picks overall plus about <laughs> – 35 players. So in the end, right. 170 plus million dollars. I don't know the exact numbers, but we can assume those numbers are going to be up there somewhere. He ain't walking from that in the prime of yeah. his damn career. I, yeah. I, it, it, it's not going to happen. I understand he wants the attention. He likes the attention. People think that's out there. He just, you know, it's Aaron Rodgers, whatever the case may be. In order to win a championship, the only team, in my opinion, is the Tennessee Titans and the Green Bay Packers. Those are the it's only a- two teams. That's it. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I would say about that. Two things, actually, Keith, because I think the money thing is a very valid point. So everybody understands, if Aaron Rodgers wants to be the highest-paid player in football, he has stinking earned the right mm-hmm. to be the highest-paid player in football, okay? It could be about more than just one thing. If he wants to be the highest-paid guy and he also wants to win a Super Bowl in Green Bay, both of those things can be true at the same time, all right? So if he wants to make the, the, all, the money that he's earned to make or deserved to make, however you want to phrase it, that's his right. So it's not yes. a big deal to me if yes. he wants to make that money. Number two, here would be my pushback, and this is the same with the Russell Wilson situation for me when it comes to, like, Tennessee key. If Tennessee came to Green Bay and said, we will give you our next four first-round picks, I'd be like, Nah, because those first-round picks are going to be like the 25th pick of the draft. Yes. The 28th. That, that's not worth it to me. I know yeah. that sounds crazy. No, you're right. Your, your first-round picks aren't low enough for me to feel justified with giving away a guy in the last two years is 85 touchdowns and nine picks. No, you, you, you're 100% right. Even, even if you – and I say that all the time about trades and stuff like that. It's about – the value of the trade, Jay and, and, and Dan, as you know, right. going and getting the bottom of the, the first round for Aaron Rodgers because you assume the reason you got him is to go to the championship and win the Super Bowl, exactly. which means you're going to be 28, 29, 30, 31, 32. That ain't no good for me. So, Dio, exactly. if, you're, if you're Brian Gunnikins, if you're the Green Bay Packers, who do you go out and get opposite of Devontae Adams? Uh, the number one guy I would look at is Chris Godwin. As long as his as long as his health looks to be promising, I find a way. Now I know Godwin is going to command a lot of money. There, there there are ways that you can figure out the salary cap. I'm not like Marcus Spears who thinks it's not real. It is real, and there at some point you have to figure it out down down the end of the road or down the future roads. But Chris Godwin just fits exactly what they want to do. He's a willing blocker, which is a part of their offense. He's a big-time possession receiver, works the middle of the field, loves when the ball is exactly where it is supposed to be placement-wise. That's all he needs because his hands are so strong. Aaron's phenomenal at that. Um, they've got some speed at their younger positions that, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling that they can bring back for a fair number, and he could be their vertical speed guy. But they need somebody that – when you get into the playoffs, not only can Devontae Adams not be your only option, but
but Aaron doesn't feel like Devontae Adams is the only option. And that's why a guy in Chris Godwin that's physical enough and reliable enough, I say should be their answer. Well, you, you said it, 85 to 9, that breaks down to exactly nine and a half to one touchdown to interception ratio. Ridiculous. Nine and a half to one. Now, I want to move on to a guy who does not have that ratio, but <laughs> maybe a little slept on anyway. Here's Brian Dawkins, one of my favorite all-time players to watch, even though I hated him when he played against my Giants. X-Man. Former Eagles safety, Weapon X. This is courtesy of NBC Sports Philadelphia. Um, On Jalen Hurts, listen. What Jalen has shown throughout his career, brief career in college, is someone who's able to be um, even killed with some of the more tumultuous things that can happen to a player, whether it be injury or whether it be replacement. He's never come out of character when it came to that. He's always been a specific way, always been a professional when it comes to that. So he has a level of fight in him that's, that you, you should love. You should, and the fact that the dude is extremely talented on the field. So it's not like he's all of a sudden at the best that he's ever going to be in his, really his rookie year. Yeah, Dan, he's, he's been, I think, good in getting better. Uh, mm-hmm. especially for a second-round pick. Sure. The only and, and by the way, the improvement that I see he could make is like he doesn't see the middle of the field great right now, but if that improves, you know, he's really something. Where, where are you on Jalen Hurts as the future of the Eagles at quarterback? I've been outspoken. I think he should be their starting quarterback. I think he's earned that right with his play, with his development, with his leadership. Uh, Jalen Hurts was in many ways put in this past season in places to fail. New head coach who had never been a head coach at – at any level, uh, a depletion of some talent, moved on, obviously Philadelphia from Carson Wentz, and what were you going to do? And that was a team that had no business of getting into the playoffs. And all he did was ascend with his play. Are there limits to his ability as a passer? Absolutely. His arm strength, specifically trying to drive the football in 20-yard windows or push the ball over the top, is and likely always will be an issue but I believe that the other aspects of his game make up for it. Uh, his his decision-making has gotten incredibly better. His patience within the pocket has gotten better. His willingness to become a passer that goes from one to two to three instead of just going one to running with my legs has gotten better. They obviously utilize him with his legs in his running game. I think his smarts when it comes to when he runs and when to get down has gotten better. We, I mean – We've only seen Jalen Hurts just get better and better. I think there's one person that I could sit here and justify that Philadelphia Eagles making a move for to replace Jalen Hurts and using some of those picks, and that would be Russell Wilson. And I'm not completely sold on that. I'm not completely sold on making that move and giving up those three first-round picks that they have this year. I think they're 15, 16, and 19, and Jalen Hurts for Russell Wilson. I just believe that Jalen Hurts is everything that the city of Philadelphia represents. And in one year, really, as a starter, and this is a guy that proved himself to me, he was pretty darn good. And he's one year as a starter. One. So I think he should be their starting quarterback moving forward. He he certainly should be their starting quarterback moving forward. In that one year, he took him to the playoffs. We're not having this conversation about any other playoff quarterback in the National Football League or whether or not they're going to be the starter next year. Um, when you look at or you talk about 
his ability to drive the football. I think he does have that ability. Now, his accuracy is part of the issue, but you can always clean that up. The NFL is a little bit different than college football. He only had one year underneath the center from start to finish as a full-time starter. I think a lot of this comes up because you mentioned those three picks that they have. If you give up those three picks to go get anybody, you're not going to be able to build that team around that individual quarterback anyway. So why would you want to go acquire a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson or whoever, and then you can't build around him? That's defeating the whole purpose. Use those picks, get those assets for Jalen Hurts to make the team better, and just move forward. There's no reason to keep revisiting the Jalen Hurts, whether he should start or not, for the Philadelphia Eagles. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I also look at it, too, is, and everyone knows where I stand on this, Jalen Hurts, there is a butterfly effect to these decisions. You know, they did move on and cost them a lot to move on from Carson Wentz, in part because they had Jalen Hurts. I don't understand why you would then just choose again to move on from the guy that set those, all those things in motion for Russell Wilson, who is, is going to cost you so much. You're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to keep him in the NFC, Green Bay. So the only person that I sit here and think that makes even remote sense would be Russell Wilson. And, again, I'll, I'll reiterate it. I'm not sold on that that's the best option for the Eagles. I think if you're the Philadelphia Eagles and you say Jalen Hurts from year one to year two, we saw let's, – let's, let's just say we saw a 25% improvement – on his performance across the board. If you get that in from year, uh, really as a second-year starter from year one to year two, and you get another jump like that in his performance, both as a decision-maker, a thrower, a person who operates your offense, and you hit on, let's say, two out of those three first-round picks. Let's say one of them's a complete dud. Two out of the three are good players. You have every chance to be division champions next year, and then you have a team with Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, Devontae Smith, um, Dallas Goddard, yeah, young talent across the board that's not only for 2022, but also a, a franchise that has set itself up for a, young, for a run in the future. Dan Orlovsky, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, Dio. Dio. All right, do that thing you were born to do, Jay. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. Jay Will, running the point. I'm still kind of a shooter, but I can pass the rock. Turnover machine. No, not necessarily. All right, let's go. Number five. At five. 7-Eleven is coming to you soon. I'm not talking about Slurpees. I'm not talking about going to get some Skittles at the the corner store. I'm talking about Kyrie and KD. It's coming to a store or a location near you. Or is it? Because I don't know what the hell is going on. Is the vaccine mandate going to be retracted? Now we got a private sector situation going on. He's allowed to come into the Barclays Center but can't play? What the? That's going to be a segment because I'm really frustrated and I just don't understand the rhyme or the reasoning behind the way everything is moving. I'm confused, but I'm telling you right now, Kyrie Irving was a beast as you just saw KD drop somebody. Damn. But I'm Kyrie, 38 points on the road against the Milwaukee Bucks and got a win. And he said that he was going to be scintillating, exciting, He's telling y'all what's going to come. We'll talk about the mandates later. That's number four. At four. Number four. I'm holding to it. Memphis Grizzlies are going to the NBA Finals. You saw the Phoenix Suns drop two in a row, right? No more CP3. He's out 68 weeks. We'll see how he comes back. That's an injury to his shooting hand. You saw the Warriors lose a 19-point lead last night 
to the Dallas Mavericks. Luka Doncic came off, did his thing. I'm not sure about Draymond Green, how that's going to play out long-term with that energy. Damn, John Morant off the board with two hands. The block, I'm just, this dude is so exciting. He's one of the most exciting players to watch in the NBA right now. That's number four. At three. DeMar, I talk about it. DeMar makes sense. DeMar DeRozan. I'm, I'm glad he's actually getting MVP-like credit. DeMar, you talk about it. DeMar, it makes sense. Yes. That just makes sense all the way around. Look, this dude is an absolute beast. You watch the game against the Hawks. Uh, he, he made some big-time plays. He's just, I mean, he's special, man. The guy barely misses mid-range jump shots. He's knocking down threes. He's doing everything you need to talk about. I know we're going to talk about the Nets. I know we're going to talk about the Miami Heat. I know we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. But we need to start talking about the Chicago Bulls as a team that's a legitimate contending threat in the Eastern Conference. Why are you getting mad, Key? What happened? How do you not win the purple and gold, though? That's yeah, the only reason why I'm shaking my head. He that's wanted on, to be there. That's on Led GM. Let's go. Number two. And two. The Lakers are just poop. Poop mouth, Ron Burgundy. Have you never seen that <laughs> show, Key? You never Anchorman? seen that movie? Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman. Uh, Anchorman's never. legit funny. Is that why you put it at number two? That's why I put it at number two. Um, look, th- this is not good, guys. I mean, what the Jenny Buss left the game in the third quarter last night. DeAndre Jordan. Oh, yeah. It's on film. Check it out. DeAndre Jordan made a pass. I'm like, who the hell is there? Was Key running a route in the, in the, in the crypto.com <laughs> arena? That's what it felt like the pass was going towards. I just don't, I don't understand. And look, Alan Yates, our producer, just sent me a video, too, and we're going to talk about it, about Trevor Ariza, LeBron James, bad. and Russell Westbrook talking trash to Laker fans last night. Courtside. Oh, it's about to get nasty in Laker town, y'all. Just trying to tell you. That's number two. And running point. The new nickname. You guys ready for it? It's happening. The new marriage on I-95 South. It's called M-Beard. Is that you? M-Beard. I don't know. I just saw it trending. Uh, oh. uh, Yates seems like he like Yates, M-beard. do you like it? Do you M- like M-Beard? M-Beard is fire. We can workshop it, but that's cool for right now, man. M-Beard is fire. M-Beard is fire. I'm all gay. I, I just... It's if it's the handshakes, if it's I said they have a chance to be the best pick and roll we've seen since Stockton and Malone. I mean, it's already on the verge of doing that. You've seen that in two games. The sample size has been small. I know against the Timberwolves and against the Knicks, but damn, it just looks special. It looks like they they can have anything they want whenever they want it. Welcome to the new 76ers scoring threat. The best scoring that we've seen in the game of basketball since AI, James Harden, Joel Embiid on the same team. Yeah, except since last year, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and yeah. Kevin Durant on the but same we never, team. But we didn't really they, see that. Right, we didn't really we see didn't it. Get, I'm still not over that. The best trio it, that never was, yeah. 30 for 30. Was it the best trio ever, though? Yeah, it would have been. them dudes in Golden State probably would argue different. Nah. Yeah, that's why I said that them, never was. Them dudes yeah. in Golden they State, gets, here's the difference. Clay can't know, put it on no, the floor like no, Kyrie. No, Clay uh, on both ends of the floor, though. Both ends of the floor. But look, We're not comparing that, right? KD to KD cancels. Okay. Harden to Steph basically cancels. They're both MVP caliber every single so year. Kyrie and Draymond. So it's so oh, oh Dre, you're no, saying? No, What's no, about no, offense? No. I, I, was offense. About the, I was talking about just the trio. Kyrie to Clay. Kyrie can do everything you, wait, plus put comparing? it on the give floor. Me compar- give me your comparisons again. I've got KD to KD cancels. Okay. Harden to Steph cancels more or less. You could argue who you want, okay, but okay. okay. And Clay. Now it's Clay to Kyrie, and the difference is Clay's the greatest shooter ever, basically, except for Steph, right? But and he oh, can also defend. One. But I'm talking about Kyrie can also oh, shoot no. the lights I'm out. Go, I'm taking Golden State. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm, offensively, you know I'm why? taking the you Nets easy because our system will destroy you. We'll That's not what happened basketball. when they played, though. We'll play no one can stay basketball. with them. Okay. 
game. Yeah, and they had Dre doing okay. everything. Yeah. Okay. No, that's right. I'm saying Nets had a chance to be. Make up your mind, man. The Nets had a chance to be far and away the greatest offense in the history of American team sports. It didn't happen. Embiid and Harden, that's tough to beat, man. That is tough they to beat. They both got beards, too. M beard. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, well, you tell me. Is this hot news or oh, not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. <laughs> Jeff Darlington joins Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Now, good morning, Jeff. What's up, Max? How we doing? What's going on? Great to have you. You ready to play hot news or not news? Let's do it. It looks a little muggy down there in Miami, by the way. Doesn't look warm. Jay's depressed. Well, he just know. came back from vacation, it's, Jeff. It's, it is warm. Yeah, he wants. He likes the warm weather. <laughs> it's easy to get used to. Um, Bucks pro a uh, pro bowl guard. Uh, hold on. What? Ali Marpet retired. I don't even know. Hot news or not news? Yeah, bro. Hot news. See, your reaction said it all. This is a big one. I mean, this is, you know, it's a team that obviously is already searching for a quarterback. But now, given all the free agent situations that they face, this is a big deal to now lose a Pro Bowl guard. And by the way, the one thing I would say is that kudos to Jason Light, the GM, for even finding this guy. The highest drafted Division Three athlete in Division Three football history. He wound up playing seven years for the for the Bucks. He did a fantastic job throughout that. At least the Bucks can take solace in the fact that if Jason Light found a guy like this once, he could do it again. But certainly hot news for a team that feels like, I don't want to call it rebuilding, but certainly reconfiguring. Jeff, it is certainly hot news. Everything you said is even hotter for me because Tom Brady ain't going back to a retooled offensive line, so we could just cancel that out. JD, quick question for you: Are, are you are you a believer in what Bruce Arians said about Blaine Gabbert, sir guy? No. Okay. No. <laughs> What's one? I just want to check in on. I mean, that. it's I mean it's it's the same thing as you know everybody basically saying that uh, who, who said that if if today uh, who who said that not to, not about Dwayne Haskins oh uh, Mason Rudolph if the season started today he would be our starter well the season doesn't start today so. 
What's crazy yeah. is the Blaine Gabbert, wonderful quarterback, but he's it, not the future. Wonderful quarterback. You, you got an offensive lineman who, as you said, division like he makes good, right? He's under thirty. He's playing as and he's he's been good, but he's probably played just yeah. as well as he ever played or better. Made the Pro Bowl and now gone. What? That's in, scorching hot news, as you said, Jeff. Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas reworks his deal, guaranteeing him fourteen. $15.6 million this season. That hot news or not news, Jeff? This is hot news. And normally I say reworked contracts, not a big deal. It's usually just a way of shuffling money and keeping guys that you know uh, you're going to have around. But that's the thing about Michael Thomas. There was definitely, after this last year, felt like some turmoil between him and the team get based on the timing of his surgery. And then Coming into this year, you keep hearing these whispers. Could Michael Thomas be traded? Well, look, now you guarantee him this money. That also guarantees that he's playing for the Saints in 2022. So normally, rework contracts, not a big deal, not news. In this case, this absolutely, for the Saints' purposes, is very hot news. Well, it depends on who you're asking, Jeff, whether it's hot (laughs) or not. Just depends. But it's certainly to (laughs) those that are out there that don't know the inner workings of the New Orleans Saints, it's hot news and not about Michael Thomas's future yeah. or the money, but more about getting under the salary cap so they can go out there and get a veteran quarterback that they desire to have under the fold, whether they sign Jameis Winston back or not. They know that they have a team mm-hmm. that can compete immediately. Oh, I still trust. I, I still Sounds trust hot to me. Jeff Darlington and his resources, his sources, just saying. Oh, no, I'm not saying I don't trust Jeff's resources. I'm just saying, depending on who you're asking about the riff in New Orleans with Michael Thomas and his uh, lack there of playing a no, year right. ago or all. It just depends on who you're asking. That's all I'm saying. Jeff, it, it does make the quarterback situation more interesting, though, considering, you know, Dennis Allen, who is he looking forward to doing that? And obviously everything you have going on with – you know, their backup QB situation. It, it just, that whole thing makes it more intriguing to follow now considering they have Michael Thomas locked up. It's hot news for exactly what Jeff Darlington said. For those exact reasons, I agree again. The NFL's competition com- committee, Jeff Darlington, will meet in Indianapolis this week to discuss various potential rules changes, including overtime. Hot news or not news? That's right. It could be hot news. And look, we'll call it hot news because it's fun news. Uh, But it's still going to require if this proposal that the Colts put forward that would guarantee each team at least one possession in overtime, obviously squashing what happened between the Bills and the Chiefs where the Chiefs went down, scored, game was over. But it still has to be voted on by uh, 24 of 32 teams to actually get enacted. But, But still, this is a big rule. Something that's being discussed, certainly something that I will be following closely, and I think that fans actually um, have some real interest in this. So I'll call it hot news. Even though it's not quite to the finish line, I'm still calling it hot news. See, it's not news because I expect it for them to do this based on what you said, Jeff, the Kansas City-Buffalo game. How many times uh, in in the years that we've covered this stuff that something happens in the postseason and it becomes controversial and then all of a sudden they want to revisit it, but it doesn't actually happen until the following year. Next year, if you ask me this, then I would say hot news. This year, it's not news. I expect it for them to revisit it. Yeah, I'll say hot news. I I hope they don't change their rule, though. Just get a stop. Get a stop, Hmm. somebody. Get a stop. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, just, that's fair. Just well, keep life playing. isn't fair, Jeff. You know what I mean? Get a stop. No, I, Win I the game. I think it's lot. Yeah. I think it's rational. Sudden death overtime. Why not? Yeah, just keep playing until someone wins. Right? You're out of time now. Whoever wins wins. All right. Uh, Weapon X, Brian Dawkins. Oh, I hated him when he played against my Giants, but was he amazing <laughs> to watch? Jeff Darlington, Brian Dawkins thinks Jalen Hurts should be the Eagles' starting quarterback in 2022. The quote is, "He has a level of fight in him." Is that hot news or not news? For me, it's not news. I love Brian Dawkins, too. I just don't know that he's necessarily making the calls in the front office. Interested in his opinion, for sure. Doesn't actually impact whether Jalen Hurts is the quarterback or is not. I do think he will be in 2022, unless, of course, say Deshaun Watson were to pop up and settle his suits and maybe the the mutual interest of past could resurface. But for now, I'm going to say not news. Yeah, it's not news at all, Jeff. He is... what else are they going to do? I mean, he's the guy. They gave him the <laughs> opportunity right. as a starting quarterback. They're not trading three ones to go get a Russell Wilson. They're just not ready for that yet. Yeah, I would say not this. Agreed. Still, I like just talking about Weapon X. The Rams, <laughs> Sean McVay, and Les Snead, Jeff, are not attending the Combine in person. Is that hot mm. news or not news? It's not news. I mean, it's disappointing to me. I've had some good times with Sean over the years at the Combine. But I don't think it's going to impact uh, the Rams' success or failures not in news uh, 2023. Not news at all. They've done this before. Yeah. And other coaches have done. It's like the combine is yeah. becoming a waste of, you know, people's time <laughs> at this point. It's like, that's what are we doing this for? Yeah, I, I think it's hot news. And, and, Jeff, I would ask you, I mean, doesn't this prove that the combine is antiquated considering the Super Bowl champs are like, uh, we're not going? You know, the only thing I would say to that is like it's one. This league is so trendy. The second everybody stops going, then they'll they'll be a team that tries to say, "Well, I can get a leg up by going." Right. You know, it's just a constant pendulum swing. But yeah, I, I think that the combine will always have its place, whether that deteriorates a little bit over the years, um, maybe. But I, I still think it has a place. Yeah, it's always the Rams that's trying to set the the standard in the bar. A couple years ago, they go to the Super Bowl. They didn't play nobody in the preseason at all. They go to the Super Bowl the following year. Everybody tried to do right. it. None of them made the Super Bowl. Right. <laughs> it's a copycat league. That's for sure. Meantime, it's uh, I like the combine. Let me tell you why. Because that's a place where other than Madden, you can actually line guys up and basically race them. See who wins the race. You can overlap them and see who gets I love it. That's my favorite. Just turn it into a foot race. That's the great Jeff Darlington, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it as always. Thanks, guys. All right, Jeff. Appreciate you all. That was hot news or not news. Even if New York changes its vaccine mandates, Kyrie Irving may not be able to play. We're going to tell you why next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.